Welcome back to our FaithBridge Women's Podcast, where we're exploring faith lived out. I'm your host, Ashley Irvin, and I am so excited for our episode today. Well, part of our life when we're living out our faith is that we pass down what we learn. Um, God has asked us to do that, that we share it with other people. We pass it down to someone else, to the next generation. And one big way that that happens is through discipleship, uh, which at FaithBridge, we have what we call microgroups, which are groups of three to four men or women paired together. And they spend a year to year and a half together, um, living life two to three on one together and getting to experience life transformation that happens from living living your life in close proximity. So today I've got June Parker, Cindy Matoka, and Lois Rutherford, and I can't wait to hear what they have to share. I know that it will be a blessing. So ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, June, Cindy, and Lois, uh, tell us, first of all, how long have you been around Faith Bridge and kind of what brought y'all together um, as a group of three? Well, I've been at Faith Bridge for eight years. Um, I go to church wherever my grandchildren go because I take them and I know they're here. Um, so I uh, I retired eight years ago, I think. And yeah. and uh, one of my uh, the purpose in my life at that point became to know God, to seek God, to know Jesus, and to really have his love in my heart. And, and yeah. I felt like through Bible study, that was the first step. Mm-hmm. So the first step for me was was the table um, and all that FaithBridge offered. And I soon found out about, they called it disciple groups. So I wanted yeah. to jump into that, which was a group of three people studying the word together and basically yeah. walking with Jesus together. Mm-hmm. So that's how I came into this. Awesome. Thanks for being here, June. What about for you, Cindy? I think we've been here about four or five years. And my daughter kept telling us, you need to try Faith Bridge. You need to try Faith Bridge. Yeah. Once we felt the Lord moving us, um, we tried a couple other churches. And um, once we came here, we never left. Yeah. Just been so blessed. And um, yes, I, I met June. She was my table leader. And then uh, met Lois when we started to talk discipleship. Awesome. Love it. What about for you, Lois? So I came here because of my kids also. Um, My daughter was in a a dance company and there some family friends kept saying, you need to try Faith Bridge. You need to try Faith Bridge. Mm -hmm. And we kept trying different churches. I was raised in the Methodist church, very traditional, and I heard contemporary and didn't want it. (laughs) But um, so I was really nervous about that. But once we started coming um, all the pomp and circumstance from a traditional service mm. was stripped away. And I felt like that was God saying, I need you to hear my message. Mm. And so it, it was just such a great experience that my kids enjoyed being in the service. We always, they were always thought provoking messages. Yeah. So after being here for about a year and a half, I just, I kind of stepped out on faith and started Faith Bridge 101 that left, led to a starting point class that was, amazing. Um, And our starting point, actually, our class became a grow group. And so we were with that um, grow group. And I started seeing these other girls uh, do the discipleship. And I guess it's just the competitive person in me (laughs) or or the curious person. And I thought, well, I want to try that. So I said something, I think it was Nikki Broger at the time. Mm -hmm. And so she put me with June and Cindy and I went and my discipleship group was um, younger married couples and I felt like I was kind of the 
elder in that group. My kids were yeah. in high school. A lot of them had younger kids. And I was put with June and Cindy. And I thought, God, I, I you know, goodness, a, a, a grandmother and a mom that has adult children. And my kids are, you know, I do I really fit in? And yeah. here we are ending three years in, in January yeah. and going strong. That's this, awesome. These are my people. Yeah, I love it. Well, what a cool thing to see you guys all here together and, and see what God has done in your time as a group. So tell me kind of what was the process as far as when y'all first were put together as a group? Maybe what were your first reactions to discipleship and what pulled you into that group together? Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> in awe. Um, when we first met, we met uh, at a, a, a neutral site. We met at a Starbucks. And I remember going in and thinking, oh, these women know so much. And that, I think that was another reason that I felt like I, maybe I don't belong in this yeah. because June was so just so faithful. Her faith was just out there yeah, and just so trusting. And Cindy, with all of her knowledge and wisdom, and I felt like I know just very little yeah. <laughs> compared to them. And so it was, I think it was overwhelming but then once we started digging in, it well, just... I think once once hearts opened, yes. yeah. that was our common bond. Yes. And that's that's what I like about this group is it's we talk from our hearts. Oh, yes. Mm. And that happened so quickly, mm-hmm. it seems like. Yeah. How did that happen? Like, was there maybe a barrier or something that helped to break down the walls when y'all first started meeting to where your hearts were open together? Yeah, I think uh, because I started our group with going through some basic principles, and it was a, a printout that Mace mm-hmm. had given us. Yeah. And just going through those and then digging deeper into that mm-hmm. a little bit and answering some questions uh, that that we all had about um, the Bible and our faith and the things that, that um, the Bible teaches Yeah, um, got us to that same level of, of just, it's just seeking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And June was so open about and excited, her her excitement when she would see things clicking for mm-hmm. Cindy and I, and we were just, there were, wow, God, yeah. moments. Yeah. And, and she would just, that would fuel her excitement, and she would thank us for renewing that excitement yeah. in her. So it just became a cyclical, we just kept pouring into each other. I think, too, we came in and we were so committed. We mm-hmm. all three made mm-hmm. sure that we carved out our, our week um, so we could come together, yeah. if at all possible. There's obviously times when we missed, but um, we did that at first, and then it became something that I did not want to miss. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, like you said, these are my people. It is now to a point and was, I think, relatively quickly too, I just knew they were there. I think one time I sent a text, pray now. I didn't have time to explain and I knew they were praying. Then I explained later. I remember um, that text. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But um, yeah, quickly um, bonded. Um, 
yeah, and I think we're still still growing together. Yeah, I love I love hearing y'all all speak too from your experience of like Lois. You're saying you're coming in, you felt kind of that intimidation of, am I going to fit into this group? But really, what bonded y'all together was this shared vulnerability and shared experience of what you were going through, and and then also linking arms in community and kind of being that support and care and uh, and what God calls us in community to care and bear one another's burdens and and do that very obviously. And just, I'm curious for y'all, what, was there a point where you knew you could really trust these women in this group? Or was there something that kind of made you realize that it was a a place that of safety? I think it was pretty quick. It was. And and the secret is that, and and that was one of the uh, things we kind of put out there. Um, The, the uh, rules we set is that you're you're open and and it's all confidential yeah. and it stays here and we 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 can trust each other we yeah. have to have that environment and so that was that was pretty quick because I'd be the first one to jump out and you know open my heart yeah and we pivoted pretty quickly from meeting out in public mm-hmm. to where we established, we got into our routine. We established meeting. We would come to June's house, and there was just something we were we yeah. were in the bosom. <laughs> we were just we were safe. Yeah, and and like I said, just the excitement that it it was a chain reaction. We would spark yes. it in each other. June would be so excited when we'd have the aha moments, and it just it made us for being such an amazing shepherd. She was a sheep along with mm-hmm. us. Absolutely. And, yeah. Absolutely. I love that point, Lois, because it is, it's a place where, you know, I've had a leader in the past that said, you know, I'm not here to be the professor, but I'm just the tour guide Mm -hmm. and thinking about how, when we are in that discipleship relationship, it's not that we're teaching and we are a seminary professor, you know, explaining all of theology to the people that are, we're discipling, but we're learning alongside them. And so that idea of you're passing along what you know and your experience, but it's not that you've got it all figured out. And so now you're ready to disciple. Right. But June has made it so safe for us Mm -hmm. that she's been able to, and I was thinking about this with the Proverbs study, it's like it's, it's, you can, you know, correct the wise one because they will take the correction. Mm -hmm. And June kind of instilled that in our group. So we're able to, to say, have you looked at it from this point of view? Or I see where you're coming from, but maybe this is yeah and and convict we help us to feel the conviction that we need yeah. to feel yeah to further our sanctification mm-hmm. and that's that's hard to do but it is. we've june did it in such a way to say maybe look at it from this point of view yeah maybe your your vision is clouded or your heart mm-hmm. is clouded with something mm-hmm. and so we've all been able to do that for each other and it's it's just refreshingly honest, and and I think the best word is safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've I've come sometimes and said, "Well, I have these really bad thoughts. Can y'all get me back yeah. straight?" Mm-hmm. And and it works that way. It clears. I know that that I'm being uh, put down by something, and it's weighing me down, and yeah. it shouldn't be there. And then having Lois and Cindy to talk talk me back up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think creating that environment of safety, like you setting it up with vulnerability so that even for the people that you're discipling to see that it's okay to be weak and have moments where you need to be turned back to, because I think that instills in us that it's okay to question and God's going to turn us back to what is right and have 
that community and support that can yeah. nudge us back onto the, the track if we're slightly getting off. Yeah, and that's key for, for the value of this micro concept is that, mm-hmm. that you get that in your life. Yeah. And we've, we have all at one time or another said that one of the things that we is so refreshing about FaithBridge is that any leader who is on stage will say, the world is full of sin. We are sinners. We are the ones. And let me tell you about my sin. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so honest and raw. And that's what we've been able to instill in this group is to say, we don't have all the answers. We're sinners right with you, but we'll help you through. And we know the answer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. Well, even thinking about, because it can be so easy, even for us as we're believers to get our faith mixed up with, are we going to put faith in this group? Are we going to put faith in this leader? But Mm -hmm. seeing that as you are all like continuously turning each other back to what is true, you're saying, I'm putting my faith in Jesus. And I know that will be the only thing that will sustain and be consistent and be reliable. It can't be faith in my leader. It can't be faith in my church leaders, whatever. And so seeing that authenticity that leads you back to see, like we are all broken people, but we can all be turned back to Jesus. June always says, when I don't know what to say, I just open my mouth and God lets the words come out. <laughs> That's up, so good. Right? And it is always a pointing back to the word. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm getting their philosophy, their thoughts of the yeah. day. It's okay. What does God say? Let's, let's find out what's in the word. Yeah. And I think that in itself has um, bonded us because yeah. When the Holy Spirit's there, right? It's mm-hmm. it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such an important point too. Like bringing it back to the Word and letting that be what guides you. So it's not earthly wisdom that comes from my own head that I'm passing along to the next person, but it really is when God we allow God the space to speak and then yes. to speak and and challenge that with His Word too, and see where does that line up here in Scripture. Um, important and in, in spurring us along for sure. Well, Lois and Cindy, I'd love to hear from y'all. What are specific things about, as you have been a part of this group with June, what are specific things about June's faith that have spurred you on or maybe things that you've learned or gleaned from her that you know this is so important to my faith and I want to pass this along to somebody else? You know, I don't know if it's a great analogy, but um, anytime you're learning something, you look to someone else, right? Yeah. Learn to ride a bike, learning to ride, whatever it is. And I saw in her this faith that um, produced so much peace, mm. even um, though she, you know, has struggles like we all do. I saw her really being able to turn it over, not just say she's turning it over, yeah. not just talk the talk, but she really walked the walk. And um, I think we were at the table and um, she and I had, had met, I don't know, a couple of weeks. And I said, hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee? <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. How have you gotten to this point? And she was so, um, so sweet and of course, met me for coffee and just told me her story and um, blessed me so much. And I thought, that's what I want. I want to be around somebody that really walks their faith yeah, and can really let the Lord um, do what he's going to do. And what was so great about that is then I saw the results. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just um, her saying, but then you could see 
God work. And um, yeah, it was really eye-opening. Yeah. It's, it's been so, so fun. Yeah. Well, and even to think about like as you asked June about those things, but then she, as she <clears throat> willingly shared her life with you, you got to see the fruit of that. And I think that's so important is seeing the, how when you share your life together, you get to see that fruit in a way, even past like what someone says to you in a, you know, hour and a half meeting. But when you're really truly sharing life together, you see that fruit. Definitely. What about for you, Lois? Well, um, just seeing as we got together and, and we were meeting and talking and discussing and the more that June spoke and shared just her unshakable belief that no matter what, she was a child of God and he loved her yeah. and, and just the trust. But then to see her tr transfer that to everyone around her, mm -hmm. she, she finds the good in everyone. She trusts that there is good and that God loves everyone. And yeah. that's, that's an amazing transference yeah. to see that. And so I, that helped me to believe that about me yeah. and, and solidify that. But then to just you start seeing it. She just has a beautiful way of looking at things. It's mm -hmm. just, it's with this childlike awe and trust and wonder mm. and this belief that it's not that there's evil in the world, but that God is good. He's yeah. inherently good. And what he touches, he's not going to fail us. He mm -hmm. will not disappoint us. Mm -hmm. We have to, we have to work and we have to believe and have faith, but yeah, it's just, and it's an unshakable thing that I've seen, but it's, yeah. it's amazing. That's awesome. I'd love to hear from you too, June. What are some things you've seen in Lois and Cindy and y'all's time together about their faith that has spurred you on? Well, I, I've seen, I've seen them grow, but I want to back up just a minute and, and say that, um, they're telling me right now my prayers have been answered because my prayer has always been, God, I do not know what to say. Yeah. Half the time my brain doesn't come with me, but just yeah. just let people see you if yeah. I show up. And and he's definitely done that. It's all God, ladies. And yeah. I'm just glad to be a part of it. So that's built me up. Just seeing another thing is seeing the prayers answered. We've been together three years, I think. Um and knowing the things we prayed for, and then the next week, hey, this happened, and we say, oh, God heard us. He answered our prayers, and then things that may take a few months. God God is right here, and, and that definitely is a faith booster, and, and God showing up in this group and, and just uh, lighting a fire in all of us that we yeah. know and trust is going gonna, is gonna to go on, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to ripple out. It's going to mm -hmm. go to their families. It's going to go to their groups as they lead. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's growing. Yeah. Well, speaking of that rippling and kind of how that, that goes on to affect more than just them, I'd love to hear uh, from Cindy and Lois. Tell me about kind of your experience within this group and then what made you excited to go on and lead your own group like this? Because obviously y'all have both gone on to pass this along to other women who are coming up in the generation behind you. And I think what an important part of what God calls us to do in faith is to pass along the things that we have benefited from within the body of Christ. So tell me about what made you excited to go on and lead your own group. Well, um, I felt 
honestly, I felt like it was part of what I signed up to do. And uh, so I wanted to honor that commitment. But I also uh, excited, yes. More nervous, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do this? Do I know enough? Am I smart enough? Do I, you know, all of that? Am I ready? It's just not me. And um, I, one of my um, um, challenges I feel is that Junin and Lois are so eloquent in their speech. Yeah. And I'm just not. It's just, <laughs> it's just not a gift. And um, the Lord reminded me that um, he didn't allow that excuse with Moses. Mm. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah, just decided. Uh, June always says, if you open your mouth, God will, you know, give something and, and yeah. something will come out. And I thought, okay. And, and then someone said, well, you can turn a page and read and, you know, just these little things like, okay, I'm a page turner. And I didn't want someone else to miss out Mm. on what I had experienced um, because I was afraid. So definitely said, okay, I'll do it. And needless to say, it's just been a massive, massive blessing. And the Lord always shows up and um, love my, my two girls and um i don't feel like i have to go in there knowing everything and um we've just we're we're bonding and yeah so precious and um you know i I, yeah i would not have missed it Mm, that's awesome what about for you lois um it was very nerve-wracking i couldn't remember when we were having a particular micro group meeting and june said you know, and I don't think we were halfway through the through our study, and she said, you know, maybe you all could, could take over and lead. You know, you let me know when you're ready to lead and if yeah. you want to take it next week. And Cindy and I kept on saying, you know, I'll, I'll go when you go. We're good. <laughs> but she just made it so it was always evident that that's what we were meant to do yeah. and to share it, to not keep god's love and mm-hmm. keep keep his light to ourselves, and that we were made to do that and one of the things and this is something that june has helped me just in my personal life being a caregiver for older parents uh taking care of younger well kids trying to launch them mm-hmm. into college and beyond and just all of the duties that we have in today's modern society that June reminded me that it's not a have to, it's a get to. Yeah. I get to and do it with joy. Mm. It's it's not a burden. And so I was able to apply that to the sharing of what I've learned yeah. with my micro group. And we've taken a little bit of a, I don't want to say a break, but they've had some personal things happen. Yeah. So we're not able to meet regularly, but we still have that bond. Yeah. And Again, like Cindy, I don't have to be the leader, and I have to tell myself that sometimes the teacher in me says, no, just shh, mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. And so I've, I've tried to do that and tried to learn, but June asked me to help her out with the table, Yeah, and she did it in such a, talk about eloquent, in such a great <laughs> way that how could I say no? <laughs> she just said, Lois, I know you were made for this. God put it in mm. your heart, and you're going to do this while I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said this is not a request. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she said it in such a way, it's like, yeah, I get to do this. Yeah. I get to, not have to. Uh-huh. And so she just, she's always behind us and growing us continually and 
just she's like the the parent teaching the kid to ride the bike and we know she's back there and even though sometimes we ride farther and farther away we still hear her saying you can do this you got Mm. this and it's but thank goodness she is still near. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love hearing the ways that it spurred you on even in more steps of obedience. It took that that first step of saying, I'll help lead for our group reluctantly. <laughs> but how when you take that step and, and June allowing you the space to be in a safe place to make mistakes and figure it out and start to flex that muscle of leadership and then go on past y'all's group where you still have relationship and you still come back to. But like you said, I love that word picture of her being the mom and you're on the bike and you're riding ahead, but she's still cheering you on from behind and how now you get to do that as well. You teach this skill that you've learned to somebody else and you get to be the mom behind saying, great job on the bike (laughs) eventually. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else you guys would be excited to share about your group or like how you have been impacted by discipleship or even how you've been impacted by leading a group? Like what would you say has been, I guess, what would you say has been the biggest blessing about leading for all three of y'all? Well, I'm just sitting here thinking right now, it's just one of the reasons I stepped out into this is because I, um, God said somewhere, just wait and be amazed at what I can do and what mm. I will do. And so that is the excitement and just um, seeing what God's doing in, yeah. er, in all of our lives. It's just, yeah. it's just wow. God, you're amazing. Yeah. And we talked a lot about, too, in our group, um, it's almost like, and I know people can't see, but almost like a faucet. If I've got um, the Lord coming in or, mm-hmm. or um, my group feeding into me, but I'm not giving out. I'm not feeding out. It just yeah. backs up. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Knowing that and also knowing that um, he who refreshes others is refreshed himself. Mm-hmm. That was this week's study. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just really, you know, you step out in that faith and you see that. You mm-hmm. see, um, I don't want to stagnate. I, I want to keep growing. And the only way I can do that is to give it away. Mm-hmm. So a definite blessing. You almost can't explain it, but... You just know that you're walking, walking in a purpose that uh, the Lord's given. Yeah. yeah, huge blessing. Yeah. What about for you, Lois? I mean, I don't know that I I can add anything new, but it's just it is it's it's exciting to see as we continue to grow, and that's the thing we're not done. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're certainly not done with our group. I don't know that we'll ever be. <laughs> but, yeah. but I mean, the fact that we can just go forth and like Cindy said, it's, we don't want it to stagnate and we don't want to keep it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We want to give it away tenfold yeah. of what's pouring into us. And it's, it's not June or Cindy or me that's pouring in, it's God. Mm-hmm. But we, the three of us have just found an amazing space to let that happen. Yeah. And, and also to not only just our, whether it's hour and a half, two hours a week, sometimes we don't meet for a few weeks, but it's not just in that space. We've encouraged each other to just take that into our daily walk. Mm-hmm. So it is it is with our groups, but it's also with other people right. where we're serving, whether it's in Cindy and her husband have um, a grow group right. they, and different things. I do kids ministry, mm-hmm. just that I 
teach, I substitute teach, and just those different ways that we're always encouraging each other. It's don't waste it on anyone. Mm-hmm. Pour it out to anyone you can find. Yeah. And that's that's big. Yeah. Well, I think, and each of you have kind of touched on this, this idea of there's, when we open our mouths and we allow God the space to use us, it's that picture of the faucet. Like I'm the faucet. I'm not a pitcher. Like I'm a faucet and I can run with the Holy Spirit and it doesn't run out. And I think that's the biggest thing that probably holds a lot of us back from stepping into those places of leadership is, well, I'm just a pitcher full of water. And if I continue pouring it out, it's going to be gone. Like I'm going to have nothing. But when we let it be the Holy Spirit through us, that Mm -hmm. faucet of running water that doesn't run out, you can keep the handle on and it still is going. And how, when we allow him the space to do that, he will pour forth from us and we will be blessed. Like that's not, it doesn't just stop with the people receiving. Actually, the people giving get just as much, if not more blessing sometimes just by stepping into that place of leadership or shepherding, whatever it is. Right. It's very counterintuitive. Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. It is a walk of faith. Mm-hmm. And you experience it. Yeah. Eloquent thought. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, ladies listening, I hope you've been encouraged. I know I have by this conversation. And ladies, thank you again for joining me. We love to end our episodes the same way by asking this question of our guests. So what is something that has brought you joy this week? Besides the Astros winning last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think, and I, I shared this already, something that brought me joy is seeing um, a friend of my grandson's mom call my daughter and say, hey, where does your son go to church? Because mm-hmm. I like the way he behaves. I like his values, and I I know he goes to church. Where is it? And yeah. my daughter immediately volunteered to pick him up on Sunday nights oh, and awesome. bring, him, That's bring awesome. him with them. That is that was my joy. I love That's that. That's a ripple. Yeah, right absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, there are several. I don't, I don't know how. Um, but I will say, and this sounds like it's um, sort of scripted for this podcast, but it really isn't. Um, I was just kind of running on empty this week, last week, and um, we had, June had been out of town, and I, I can't remember, I think we missed several weeks in a row. And um, we got together Monday, and I really needed that. It mm. was just, I, my mood was lifted, my attitude, because I had my, my group bringing me back to the Word, lifting me up, mm-hmm. getting my head, thinking right again, as opposed yeah. to, you know, letting, uh, June will say, well, we know that's the enemy. Well, we know <laughs> that's not the Word. Just just bringing me back um, to right thinking through the word um, really, really lifted my spirits. Mm. And um, I realized what it was. And I thought, oh, my gosh, how many people don't have this? It's, mm. It hurts my heart that um, there are so many people running to, as Matt Chandler says, empty wells. And um, I'm, I'm so blessed to have these ladies bringing me back to the well, mm. the, um, the truth. So, um, yeah, that was a huge blessing this week. Yeah. Huge, huge blessing. I love it. Yeah. So for me, I mean, there's, there's earthly joys, and I could count a lot of them, and there are earthly sorrows. But I think one of the biggest things of joy for me was doing the table study for mm-hmm. Proverbs and then doing our study. We're actually doing um, a study for the – series the chosen yeah and 
when I think it was a joy in the word when all it all starts overlapping and clicking mm. and, and fitting together. And, and June and I would say, oh, that's from our study this week. Mm. Or we would say, oh, that's coming in here. And yeah. just to see the way that the word it is, it's a living, breathing thing. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly with us. It's affecting us. Yeah. It's helping us affect others. And so that was my joy, just seeing that that perfection of the word coming mm-hmm. together and overlapping and just bringing joy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you again, ladies, for being here with us on the podcast today. And um, to everyone listening, thank you for tuning in and inviting us into your headphones, your car, your home, or even your phone speaker. And we hope this conversation has been encouraging and uplifting for you today. We'll be back next week with a new episode. But until then, my friends, have a most wonderful week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. We hope you found it helpful and encouraging. At FaithBridge, we're all about real people, real life, as we pursue our mission of making more and stronger disciples of Jesus Christ. Check out our other podcasts, including our weekly sermons at faithbridge.org podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.